howl. And you should if re- you bark at her loud enough, she'll go. You should, you should record. You should record her saying something. And uh, on the we have Sugar the dog. She unfortunately doesn't howl on cue. Oh, there we go. I got gotcha. you. There we go. Good sugar. spoilers podcast at times we are also an offensive podcast and we are most certainly a verbally explicit podcast so if you feel for any of your delicate sensibilities please back up now before you reach the point of no return thank you and this has been your final warning hello and welcome to yet another episode of cinematic anarchy I'm Christopher, one of your hosts. I'm Seth. Pleasure. And this is Omar. How's everybody? And uh, I said yet another podcast, but let's be honest, we've only had one before this, so uh, we're hoping to make them many, many more, but for right now, this will just be the second podcast. Which make it still yet another. (laughs) And uh, it's going to be a relaxed podcast. Uh, We're mostly just going to shoot the shit about uh, some movies that we've seen this week, uh, a couple of things that we've watched in the past. Uh, last movie I watched this week actually uh, was a classic big budget flop. I rewatched Mystery Men uh, yet last mm-hmm. night, uh, and <laughs> in all honesty, I remember hating that movie when it first came out. I, I hated it. It was uh, to me, it was like it was a true piece of shit. But in all honesty, <laughs> the, the, it was it was horrible. But. Uh, after watching it several times over the years and actually getting to know the actors that are involved, a lot of the jokes seem that much funnier now. Back then, they were just not funny. They fell flat. You have grown. Yeah, I mean, but... You have grown. But even when, you, you know, when you watch a movie that... Well, this was, this was more the case for me. When I watched a movie back in the day, and people kind of would judge me, like, be like, oh, I love that movie. And they'd be like, no, 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 that movie sucked. I'd be the guy who would just be like, yeah, you're right, no, that movie did suck. But now that I have my own personality, I'm at least like, all right, you know, like, I love that movie, you know? <coughs> well, so the other ones, the other personalities, I guess, didn't like the movie? Yeah, those are, those are my friends' personalities. Just like, oh, okay. You know, and you have to agree with your friends. <laughs> I, I don't agree with my friends half you, the time you, at all. You, you, no. really, you really don't have. Yeah, don't worry, guys. You we're guys not don't agree, agree with me all the time. We're not going to agree with each other all the time. All we're the not going to agree now. <laughs> but <laughs> um, Mystery Men was one of those movies I actually saw in the theater. And if I fork over my money to go and, and buy popcorn and 
a soda at 10 bucks and then sit down to watch your movie and it bores the hell out of me, I am the guy that gets up and walks out the second it starts boring me. That's because you buy your own popcorn. <laughs> that's, that's really why. Right. <laughs> no, honestly, that's you think exactly that would motivate me to stay a little bit longer? I invested some money in this. I should just see it through. No, that's what ticks me off. It's like that's, I invested money. That's, that's I'm really done. that's really the reason. Mm. You buy your own popcorn. You decide when the leaving gets going. Just a couple a couple of nips in the movie well, theater, though. <laughs> this weekend, I was lured by the promise of TNA to watch a movie, a really bad movie. Oh, Graveyard Tramps. Okay, that um, sounds like a glorified TNA movie. <laughs> there was D and there was A, and there was a whole lot of killing, but yeah, it was definitely not what I expected, except for the fact that I laughed with it a lot, which is the reason why I, I gravitate towards bad movie. So it wasn't time wasted, it was just not what I expected. Understandable. There was D, there was A, and a whole lot of killing. But everything was done so badly that it was very funny. So, if you're down for a laugh, check that out, guys. No, I checked out uh, Motherfuckers. It's um, you know, it's a cartoon. That wasn't okay because that honestly sounds like it was behind the curtain. <laughs> that's one of those things in the room that's marked adults only. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of the behind the curtain ones. But uh, <laughs> oh, some maybe you can stories, clear that up for me. Some video stores used to have like a catalog of run. Instead of like a room, they had a catalog, and you point out it and ordered that back in the day. That was too. Now, some of those movies you don't want to say out loud. You just no. You, you, no, I'm not I saying the title. This one right here. I'm not saying. Yeah, no, you wouldn't say the title, of course, because right. they will tell you straight up. Don't yell out the title. Do you have no? <laughs> no, we, we 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 don't have Granny Banger Six. Thank you. I, I apologize, sir. But uh, if you'd like to look. Further in the catalog. <laughs> yeah, Granny Banger 7, though. That one didn't really didn't really make it. Could you imagine that? Can I have the nasty nurses? <laughs> that one's less embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, but that's... It, it, I guess it depends on your kink. <laughs> but go ahead. What, 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 what was Motherfuckers about? So, Motherfuckers, it's... Um, so, it's based... This, this one kid, he's just riding his bike. He's a pizza delivery guy. And he gets into a car accident. Well, um, he sees a, a pretty girl, he looks over at her, and he, like, you know, crashes his moped into a car, and he thinks, like, he's getting hurt, but he starts seeing the shadows of people, Ooh. but they're kind of like squid monsters. <laughs> so, like, he, like, regular people have regular shadows, but there's a select group of people, like, there's cops, there's regular people, you know, like, people selling you the newspapers, and they all have a weird shadow, and he thinks he's going crazy because of the car accident, but come to find out, he's actually... He's a hybrid between these two creatures. That was his powers were dormant until he got into the car accident. So what? So was it like they couldn't really come up with a name for the creatures? So it was just like those motherfuckers over there. Those motherfuckers well, right I, there. I don't even. I don't even really know. Like That's motherfuckers exactly didn't really. I mean, it's based in like the hood. We'll say, like there's different sections of the hood. They're very poor. Uh, pretty much the aliens are um, are. Heating the earth with global warming and all like the the excess gases from the cars and stuff. They have an agenda because they can live in the heat and you know. But like they're also taking jobs for regular people and you know. Oh no! Like Mexicans. Just kidding. Just <laughs> no, 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 no. I was gonna say, don't go there. Don't. don't it was don't. a joke. It was a joke. Uh, it, it, come on. 
Anyhow, it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like the type of movie that they just did a regular movie and said, you know how we make real money off of this? Let's make it in the ghetto. Yeah, but, uh, why, why motherfuckers though? Is there did they explain it? No, they never really explain why it's called motherfuckers. just motherfuckers for the sake of being motherfuckers. Yeah, you know, like it's written in graffiti. I think and I've everything. said that word enough. It's, it's been a you know, it's, <laughs> you said it. You said it like you know, a like I didn't really see like a big point where they were just like motherfuckers. You know what I mean? They had a couple of those cut scenes where like they would ask questions, and and one of the characters he has a skull for a head that has flames on top. Why that's never disclosed either. I'm sure. I'm sure. But sort of a Ghost Rider ripoff. Yeah, yeah. But like you know, like he's the only one that has that. I'm. Mm. So, so so it's it's kind of like a on power power. Yeah, and then they have a, a talking cat, you know, which is their best friend. <laughs> like he, his his um. Somebody was smoking something. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he could yeah, have been something smoking that, something. That couldn't have come from a sober mind, yeah, as it, I like to say about movies like that. But that brings me to the remembers the, the remembrance of the performance by Kenny Fox as motherfucker Jones. Anybody seen the movies Bad Bosses? No, I horrible. Is it Bad Bosses or horrible? Horrible bosses. Okay, nine. So they were trying to look for a hitman to kill the bosses, (laughs) and they found that was Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox playing, and he said it just that. My name is Motherfucker Jones. Motherfucker. (laughs) That's perfect. Uh, (laughs) uh, I watched another interesting film earlier on today. I. uh, took in uh, 1957's uh, Monolith Monsters. And uh, I don't get to sit down and watch a lot of old black and whites all that often. This one was, was, was corny, cheesy, definitely bad. It's a film about a town in the desert, I think Nevada desert if I'm not mistaken, that was inundated by uh, these alien creatures that were basically obsidian rocks made of silica. Okay. And... If you got water on them, much like gremlins, they transform. Oh, so, oh my god. So these went from these little tiny rocks all over the place, and they grew into these massive things that were just crushing the town. And got, if you shot at them, rains. broke them apart, they would spread. Oh. And uh, cheesy effects. I mean, obviously you could tell they built a little town, you know. They, they made a little little thing of models, and they had these massive, like, black monolith things looming over the town, just crushing little tinderbox houses. Probably, probably dressed up a toddler as a, <laughs> as a monster, and go crush those little houses, baby. Ah! They, they, did have a, they did have a toddler in there that was slowly turning to stone because she touched one of the rocks. And that was one of their dramatic things, trying to figure out how to reverse the... the uh, Stonification of her because she was turning solidly to stone from arm up. Petrification. There you go. Stonification. <laughs> I wanted to get stonificated Thank before you. I got here, but you know we came straight from work. I'm creating new words here. Uh, that petrification works a hell of a lot better. Well, you got to go with the, the good old fashioned. Well, cut, when I go cut the arm off. See, when I go through stonification, I I can come up with my big words. Ow. Stonification. Stonification, dude. Feeling a little bit of stonification? (laughs) Stonification. (laughs) A lot of stonification. However, what year are we talking about for this movie? 1957. 1957. Then again. So we were halfway between the area of black and white and color films at that point. Any movie that is a monster movie that requires a 
the special effects before 1962, you gotta forgive. No, you won't forget. <laughs> I mean, you will never forget for sure, but you gotta forgive. Yeah, there's there's a lot of arts and crafts kind of suits going on there. Not the good, you know. Even with the original Star Wars, though, you know, like compared once they finally got the CGI in there, but it was like they had just a blackboard in the back with a bunch of you know white dots, and they're just flying around the. Millennium. The sloppy, that, sloppy, sloppy arts and crafts. <laughs> I'm sorry, that pissed me off when they went back through the original three Star Wars films and edited things into it. I mean, it... it, it better, don't, don't do that. The, the only reason why I'm okay with that is because I still have... My, my buddy Brian has never watched Star Wars. Not a single one of his life. I like. I never wanted to strangle Cute. somebody over a movie, and Star Wars is it. Did, did he say that he was okay with them fixing... The original three Star Wars adding CGI effects. You the, said that, the, right? The only reason why I'm okay... He just said it. Come on, we gotta finish this up. He just said it. No, but the reason why I was okay with it is because it gives people who would never watch a movie like 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 that a chance to watch it. Because like, oh, okay, maybe the, the scenes are a little better. I can't. I loved it either that way. That sounds like bait. I, I had the original box office, the like, uh, trio, you know what I mean? VHS. The original VHS cassettes. Yeah, like... I loved it, and I don't. I wish I knew where those went. I might even still have them. My mother has a whole like thing of cassette tapes that we're gonna have. Hold to on to those. Ahead. So Star Wars. Speaking of Star Wars, what if I told you that I did watch parts of the Star Wars movie originally before in the past, but I never really paid attention to a Star Wars movie. By the time I did, I had two of my three kids already. I was like a full-grown man. like Yeah, and that's when they put the CJI into it, and you were a little more apt mm-hmm. to watch it. Because you remember, they came out in the late 70s. Yeah. I was a little child. I'm, I'm already 44. So, we're talking here. Actually, I sat down on Sunday and watched like the like first couple of them. Mm-hmm. And on Sunday, just watched it. Drinking a beer or whatever, making some food and watched it mm-hmm. with my boys, and that was the first time I really paid attention to a Star Wars movie. And yeah. I always wanted to watch it, but I never got around it. Yeah, and then you finally watched it, and you realize that in a galaxy far, far away, there is a hero, um, a hero that we'll never meet. You know, there's was- a hero. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> I was actually brought into the the Star Wars trilogy, the original trilogy. By 1983's uh, Return of the Jedi. So, I remember that being... My my parents had this old station wagon, one of the wood-paneled ones. And they they strapped a mattress to the roof. And my parents sat in the car watching it. And I laid on the roof with a pillow and a blanket. And I watched the movie. At the drive-in? At the drive-in theater. Nice. Big old screen. And, uh... If it wasn't for that, I probably wouldn't have gotten into the other two, because I was a little too young to watch the other two, and really, I mean, I might have, but I was definitely not coherent. I was a little fucker at the time. Uh, not a motherfucker, just a little fucker. <laughs> just a little fucker, not uh, a motherfucker. Uh, just a so, mother lover. <laughs> and I loved the original three movies. I really had no feelings one way or the other about the newer trilogy, or I should say the prequels. Yeah. Um, I didn't hate them. I didn't love them. Uh, They were what they were. Uh, The most recent films, I haven't really gotten a chance to sit down and watch. Uh, I've dedicated my time to other things. Yeah, I, um... 
definitely agree with you there. The first, the first three. When I say the first three, I mean four, five, and six were amazing movies. Uh, they really brought me into that that type of movie. And then we go back, and then they have the the first episode one, two, and three, which you know th- that was kind of like you know uh, the Suboxone of Star Wars. Like it's like all right, we're gonna the keep you, yeah, we're gonna of keep Star you, Wars. We're gonna keep you going. You know what I mean? It's not the same thing. We're just gonna keep you addicted to this. Until we give you a great movie. Then they came out with Han Solo. Okay. You know, The Last Jedi. Have you seen, have you I'm seen that? I'm not The Last Jedi. Han Solo film? Yes. I was. Decent. Um, I mean, it's it's as good as you can get a Han Solo movie. Which you think could be really epic or really not epic is one or the other. They kind of squeezed a lot of the, all the, the little information that they gave you in the first three about his past. They made that into a movie. So, oh, you know, okay. Okay. So the the how we it's really not bad come to think run. of it yeah. like it doesn't sound bad to it just me. goes along with the prequels it's yeah. basically an origin story for a character that was already established yeah I mean so you know how they did um, how he completed the the castle run in uh, five parsecs or whatever however I can't so they go over the, that yeah and if you really I'm kind of glad they did because a parsec is um, a, a, a unit of Distance, not time. Okay. So they kind of explained how that was plausible. Kind of like a light year. Kind of. <laughs> Essentially. So what, what? one of the things was, it was... Um, so the, the, the castle run, it's like a, a cloud maze. And you have to go around, up, down, and you need like a specific GPS to get through it. And um, you if know, they still call it GPS that far into whatever future they happen to be in, I, I, I'll call a lightsaber a lightsaber if you brought it to my world. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, you know, Thank instead, you, Star it's, Wars. instead of going through like the way that you're supposed to, so you don't get damaged, he went straight through the clouds, which is why he was able to do it in a, a shorter distance as opposed to time. Without, without, without Star Wars. What would we call a lightsaber if they brought it into our world? I, I feel like people would go with light sword. And, a light stick. And, and yeah, light stick something. <laughs> it's just a very large glow stick. A large glow stick. <laughs> have them in raves. For those uh, who are into the MDMA. Now, with all this viewing, we did actually manage to watch the same film for once. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, 2017's Mayhem. If you guys like the Belco experiment, this is kind of like the Belco experiment. I actually picked up the Blu-ray and passed it around to the fellas here because of the fact that the quote on the back of the box said, pure cinematic anarchy. Basically. And we being who we are. Cinematic anarchy. It was a lot of things that I wasn't expecting and I was happy to watch it. Uh, What did I like? I love... Uh, that they always, I guess, this character, and he's always, in all these movies, he becomes the character I love to hate, and he's great at it. Stephen Brand S- is Stephen the, Brand. the boss. Yeah. Uh, to me, it was like, uh, I don't remember the name of this movie with Michael Douglas, where he's having a really bad day. Well, there's a couple of them. <laughs> he has bad days in a lot of movies. No. Falling down. He's wearing a short sleeve shirt, a short sleeve button down. Yeah, glasses with a black tie, falling looking down. like a Mor- yeah, like a Mormon, with a shotgun, like a mix of that movie and Contagion. Do you know how many times 
that I've been in gridlock traffic that I've just wanted to get out of my car and leave it there. Yep. <laughs> Cause more traffic for the rest of the world. How the hell is it? The traffic's already there anyway. They're trying to move whatever's going on up there. The rubberneckers are seeing somebody pulled over on the side of the road. Let me just add to the chaos. I don't care. I'll walk home. Fuck yeah. <laughs> no, that, 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 not for nothing with Mayhem. It was definitely a movie I enjoyed. I liked it. I liked the action. I like the off-the-wall way things kind of happened. And the off-the-wall story of some kind of a virus that just transformed people. So, oh, that was crazy. So, Steven Yeun from uh, The Walking Dead, he plays Derek Cho in the movie. He's the film's mm-hmm. protagonist. Um, he's uh, one of the head lawyers of this firm mm-hmm. that are... Uh, being inundated by what they call the ID7 virus, the red eye virus. It's a virus that uh, infects the neural pathways, removes all inhibition and moral integrity, and then basically turns people into uh, acting on their darkest impulses. The Purge. Now, <laughs> it's like a prequel to The Purge. <laughs> I liked Steven Yeun's performance. However, I really think that Samara Weaving, uh, yeah. she stole the show. I really yeah, do feel. Yeah, she... she uh, it, he did good, but the way she did it was, it, yeah, I feel so too. I actually liked um, how they, they describe, when they're describing it to um, Stephen Brand's character, he's like, like cocaine? <laughs> like, just like, <laughs> he's just like, well, you know, it's like a lot worse than cocaine. And he's like, so don't do cocaine while you're on it. And, he, and then, then, of course, the boss later, is yeah, got, you know. later, he's just, <sighs> are you, what uh, are you doing? Uh... Uh, it's just nothing. I'm stressed. Like allergies. He wasn't even doing lines. He just put a pile on the table, stuck his, his face in it, and went to hey, town. Hey, his scarf faced it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you, your moral inhibitions went down, and then you made it worse with even with another substitute for that. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of yeah. But I, I liked it. I liked it, and it was. I liked that it was way more than I expected. Yeah. Because I usually, if I'm gonna watch a movie, if it looks good on the like the front cover. I don't even read the back. I kind of like how they set up the movie. It was like a series of boss battles from the beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Basically. <laughs> like floor one. All right, we have to beat floor one to get They're to floor two. They're working from the, the, the basement, what? literally, to the top of the floor with all the weaponry that they found. It. Okay, wait, hold on. Let's back up just a minute. Just the amount of weaponry and stuff that they found in that locked closet down in the basement. What in the hell is that there for? Oh, it's probably the maintenance closet for the for the building, you know. But that that's also their prisoner room, so they hide all the prisoners with easily accessible. As much weapons. stuff as was in there, though, it's like it, this was a construction crew mm-hmm. worth of, of material down here: <coughs> nail guns and yeah, circular might, saws, and and you just happen to have a nail gun that isn't you know uh, air pressured. Uh, powered, it's battery powered, so they could just drag it through the whole entire place. CO two tank, who knows? Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it, it it's a lot like somebody did some acid and sat down and watched that movie with Michael Douglas boiling down. Boiling down. That movie we were just talking. Falling about. down. Falling down. Falling down. Sorry, people. It's okay. <laughs> um, watch that movie with Michael Douglas, then watch Contagions, then spend the rest of the night playing video games. Yeah, yeah. In the morning, they wrote the script to Mayhem. But don't get me wrong. Uh, the way the way everything was executed, the, the, the scenes, it was great. I liked it. As, even as a bad movie, it was very good because of the action in it and everything that happened, it was good. There was some yeah, very well choreographed scenes. My only real 
detraction. The only thing that I really didn't like about the entire movie was all of the really heavy, like, bloody scenes. It was all off, off-screen off violence. Yeah. There really wasn't anything, like, upfront about it. You're not seeing a lot of the, the gore and... I would have liked to have seen it just a little bit more. You know how much to the sixties? The, the, the little splatter. Yeah, uh, when uh, what's her face falls on the um, the treadmill, or she, like she, um, the assistant, like has her assistant throw away the card. That she oh yes, 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 yes. She fall, she falls down onto the treadmill, and you don't see that that gore until you see that she's dead, and that's why she's dead. Like you hear like blood splatter as if like you're just dumping a bucket out. And then you look over, and it's like, that's why it sounds like that. Her head's on but the they, treadmill. They took that classic scene, the guy that was the Reaper. That that, that fellow, the guy that was the mm-hmm. basically the... Yeah, because it sounded the guy like... They gave you your the, final notice. Like, thing was cracking up. The, when he <laughs> fell on that circular saw that she was using. Uh-huh. It was just... All you saw was just him. You saw him from the back. You don't see her doing what she's doing. It's just him on top of the saw, and then there's blood. And, so it left a lot to the imagination. But... You know, the one of the thing I didn't like about the movie, I, like don't get me wrong, I love this movie. I wa- I've watched it twice, <laughs> okay, already. So uh, one of the things I didn't like though was the fact that it's a neurological thing and it like gets rid of your inhibitions. But it, nobody had the same eye. You, you know, it, yeah, it, different it eyes, different, different eyes. symptoms. It wasn't both eyes that were doing it. I mean, I get why. So one person might, you know, like. I think that was a stylistic choice for the movie. Yeah, but it's a fantasy. It's a fantasy virus. So yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> but, but get up on your shit, all right? Like, we, I know we're all not like neuro, it, neurosurgeons, and I think know, it was no. I think I think you are. I think you're Doctor Seth. <laughs> I played Doctor once or twice in Dr. my life, but I have Doctor Seth. I would not paging Doctor Seth. Page and Doctor Seth. Uh, I didn't like the the board of directors. Because you got the, you got the head guy who's just going absolutely batshit crazy. Everybody else has this virus that's in this board of directors, but they all seem to be keeping very level-headed. Yeah. So apparently, by that play, that they have no deep, dark inhibitions at all. Yeah, the kids... I mean, with the, with the head director, he was on his cocaine, so it, that made him even worse. But yeah, they were kind of just stagnant characters. They, they had to... Yeah, they stood behind him the whole time, but the second he dies, they're like, "Oh, well, this place should do master." Uh-huh. For all intents and purposes, been a little bit more Lord of the Fr- Flies, mm-hmm. not Lord of the Fries. Lord of the Fries. <laughs> uh, but I mean, you had different varying degrees of people just losing their shit. Yes, you know, and and. So you didn't see a lot of other people kind of experiencing that deep, dark inhibition thing that they're talking about this virus actually doing, mm-hmm. with the exception of, like, five, six cast characters. Yeah. You know? I mean, you have the... When uh, when Steven Yoon makes fun of the, uh, the... The guy who's picking on the secretary at the beginning. Mm-hmm. She's ripping her a new asshole. And he's like, hey, look, take a look. This is you getting a blowjob at last year's Christmas party. Chill the fuck out. He fl- he flips out in the beginning. Like he, he he was already pissed, but because the virus was exposed to him as well, he went straight to go kick his ass. But he was there. I mean, if everybody's freaking out, I mean, it's just like who's the better killer at that point? <laughs> you know? Exactly. I just punched the rhino in the face. Who's like, the one yeah. who's uh? Who's he was more a like killer off? <laughs> <laughs> you got Let's the not too many deaths off. though. Not too many deaths. No. 
You gotta be the likable murderer, the happy, happy, insane little clown going through and just plucking people off one by one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when, when you see him painting at the end, though, I kind of thought like they were now locked in a psych ward. I thought that's what like the that big was twist that was that was kind of that was kind of creepy. Yeah, like you know, like yeah, like they made it through it, but they did they banked it on like, oh, we're gonna use this excuse of, of how um, this virus d- makes it so that you can't be in control of yourself. And then they like went to go pitch that, but because they had everything premeditated, they were like, no, like this guy got away with it. So you have to have that one guy that got off. Which is the reason why everybody else, we have, if we get, do this within the eight hour period, we can use this as the excuse. Legally, we can get off for everything. Yeah. But, you know, not necessarily one court case is going to affect another. It could. But, you know, his kind of seemed more premeditated because right. he, he was like, you know, like, this is what we're going to do. And if anybody was against it, then leave now because we'll kill you if you don't. Yeah, mind you, who was left to tell them that it was premeditated? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, he announced they, it right to the. Right to the um, CDC. He's like, "This is what we're gonna do here," and he's like, "Sorry, puts on Dave Matthews Band, which I here's don't what's know gonna happen." Well, that was a running joke through yeah. the entire movie. <laughs> uh, but we we'll, we'll get into mayhem in full at a later date. We'll, which we'll, we'll I dedicate which, a whole podcast. Which I love, Dave Matthews Band, by the way. <laughs> I, thought, I did think that was relatively funny, though. You're not gonna play Dave Matthews Band, are you? And it's like not. If they, but that's the thing, they mm-hmm. didn't stick. Too stereotypically into into movies, like when they found the 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 power saw, they're like, oh, that's we're gonna be for extreme measures. They didn't wait. To, that extreme measures the, only. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't the final. Like they didn't use that against. That the wasn't boss. the last resort. Yeah, and then um, uh, where where else was I gonna go with that? So um, yeah, I forget where I was going with that. Maybe lost I your train of thought all together. We have the extreme measures, and yeah, it wasn't used in the final battle. Yeah, at all, so it was that, used like halfway through the film. Yeah, so that there was that. What were we just talking about right before that? Seth Lennox's forgetfulness brought to you by the movie Reefer Madness. <laughs> <laughs> Reefer Madness. Reefer Madness. Reefer Madness. Day three. <laughs> so, seeing as we all kind of lost our train of thoughts, I think we'll go ahead and. We'll cut it off here for the day. I thank you for tuning in and listening to us on whichever platform you managed to pick us up on this time. Or, hell, if you just sneezed and decided, we'll stay here. I don't know what this is. I I sneezed all over my phone. I'm wiping it off, but it's playing something now. We'll stay here for a little while. Thank you for that, too. God bless you. And us losing our train of thought. Brought to you by the movie Up in Smoke with Cheech and Chong. Up in Smoke, half-baked. (laughs) <laughs> if I was stoned that would have been a way crazier train <laughs> but, thank you, but thank you for coming guys thank you for listening now, honestly if you did sneeze and you're on our podcast listen should have said that at the beginning <laughs> you can listen to us anytime you'd like uh, we're going to try and do that one podcast a week at minimum and um, tell your friends and family sneeze is included for no additional cost and if you hate us tell your enemies too please Yes, <laughs> tell your enemies. Let them listen. <laughs> you know, listen to us twice. I'll if we're nails it. on a chalkboard, that'd be perfect. Just torture them. <laughs> Yo, we gotta check out this podcast, bro. <laughs>